This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Today's show is sponsored by Lyft. The free Lyft app gets users a ride in minutes on demand 24-7 for less than the cost of a cab. Right now, listeners get three free rides. That's up to $10 each. That's up to a $30 value. The free. Oh my gosh. When you enter promo code bad Christian, that's three free rides. When you enter promo code bad Christian, you are now entering the bad Christian podcast. What's up weasels. Matt here. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I think you're going to really enjoy the show today. We talked with Candace and Katie from the Free Sex Podcast in person while Toby and Joey were out here last week. Um, it was They were out here because we did the Christmas party. I know you've seen that. We've done a couple episodes on that. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And uh, speaking of the Christmas party, we recorded a bunch of music that a bunch of people played at the Christmas party live. Uh, Chad from King's Kaleidoscope, Zach Bolin, Vocal Few, uh, Dan from Sherwood, Emery did a couple songs, and I sang a little song by myself. Uh, And that's available on Bandcamp, so you can just go to badchristian.com, follow the link, and uh, it's pay what you want. Uh, you can pay a dollar for it if you want to. Download the Christmas EP. There's eight songs on it. Uh, we're splitting up the money with the, the people that perform that night if it, if it recoups what we spent making it. Uh, it's a nice thing to listen to around the Christmas time. It's live. There's mistakes in it. It's fun. You will love it. So go get that right now. Go to badchristian.com. Uh, you know Devin put out a solo album. It's up for pre-order. Well, you know Devin recorded a solo album. It's not out just yet, but if you pre-order it, uh, you just might get some tracks early. You might just get to hear it. So find Devin's new album. It's called Sensation. It's really good. We'll be out soon. Uh, Joey wrote a book called Fundamentalist. It is out right now. So go buy Joey's book. That's a really big deal. It means a lot if you buy that book. There's audiobook, digital, and physical all ready to go. Uh, support Joey with that. And the last thing I want to tell you about is you can join the BC Club right now for free. You get a free month, no credit card required. Come see what our club's about. Get a bonus, really unfiltered episode from us each week included. And join our Facebook community. See what we're all about. See what fun we're having on there. Uh, Do it for free. Do it for a month. I think you'll probably stick around, but no hard feelings, no credit card required. Oh, yeah, sorry I lied. One more thing. I just did Dan Koch's podcast, Depolarized. It's on our network. Again, badchristian.com. And I was trying to help people, left-leaning people, understand why people might would have voted for Trump. I'm not defending Donald Trump, but, man, I get where some Trump supporters are coming from. People like my dad, people where I grew up. It's a kind of a cool episode, so go check out Dan's podcast. Dan is fun and smart. His podcast is great. It's called Depolarized. All right, see you all soon. Let's talk about sex, baby. baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about sex. I want to change everything. (laughs) It's the big Christian (laughs) podcast. I just want to tell my wife right now, who may be listening to this podcast, the three sex girls were not here when I said I want to sex you up. I was thinking about you. Very good. Okay, That's I just it. wanted to clear that out. I feel super uncomfortable now. All right, so <laughs> let, let me just, uh, we're going to do, this episode's a little bit different than our normal episodes, but it's a little bit different in a way that's like way better. Than our way cool. Yeah, and way here, better. And here's why. So Toby and Joey were in town recently. We yep. had a Christmas party. You guys have heard about that. I know. You get it. 
So we're in town. So we had the unique opportunity of being able to podcast in the same room in Seattle at our headquarters in the studio and sit down and podcast with each other. And better than that, um, we got to sit down with Candace and Katie from the Free Sex Podcast, who is on the Bad Christian Network as well. And there, it is, let me tell you, it's very fun when you get to podcast with people in the room, not only with Toby and Joey, but in, in this particular case, we got five uh, podcasters, which is basically five people that love to run their mouth and weigh in on opinions. But there's a lot better chemistry when you're in the room than when you have to be on Skype, which right. we have to deal with all the time. So I think that's kind of similar to, and tell me if you think I'm wrong about this, but I think that's kind of similar to somebody who, to, to having a disability. Like we have the disability of Skype all the time. And so you compensate in other ways. Like you get good at other things because there's a little bit of a timing delay. There's always glitches in Skype and it's always hard. And so it's like a crutch. It's like a running with weights on or something like yeah. that. And so then when you get in the room with people, it's like you've been training at high altitude and you get to yeah, hang yeah. out and talk to people. Right. So I particularly personally have enjoyed the times I've talked to them in person. And I've almost enjoyed nothing better than sitting down with the five of us at one table in my own studio in my own town talking. I think it's very, very fun. The chemistry is a whole different thing entirely, except for Toby got a little aggro a time or two. (laughs) (laughs) But you wouldn't have done that over Skype. Well, here's the thing. My aggro is not aggro. (laughs) I'm not ever. like I. This is what's frustrating to me. I hate, once again, I'm old. I'm a middle-class white male mm-hmm. who is a, it's a it's perceived the to deck be is stacked against sometimes you. aggressive <laughs> and uh, challenging to what might be right and good. And so that's why I feel bad. I like, I, I like I still, once again, I just go, man, it would just be awesome if I was just a female or anything else besides a white male. Yeah. Well, but, the thing uh, about but, it is you particularly, are an emotional actor and reactor. And a lot of times when we're doing interviews, you're extremely careful and we're over Skype and you want to make the guests feel good and, and be careful. And I don't always think you're your authentic self when we're doing interviews. Yeah. I I, I really don't. Interviews are tough for me. And you're a little stilted from time to time. Now in this case, I thought you were just super on and I really enjoyed it because you're sitting around with a couple of girls that you know, have context with and are in the room with and we're comfortable. So, Although you said some things that some might find obnoxious. <laughs> I really, that's okay too no, with me though. But that's okay with me that good. people think that what I said might be obnoxious. But I was I enjoyed seeing but, you be more in your natural element well, than, well, than you often are. I think a little bit that's a testament to Candace and Katie that I felt comfortable enough to be myself. And like we we've said this in the past, but this is what I really believe. I'm just saying what I think in the moment. Yeah. This isn't a well thought out, planned statement that I want to be careful that you hear so I don't offend anybody, yeah. whatever. Literally, Backers Podcast, in this moment, I was like, wait a minute, I'm with friends. Candace and Katie are cool. And yeah. they're doing something that a lot, most people don't. Yeah. They're Christians Absolutely. and they're talking about sex in a real way. I mean, I, all the credit in the world to those two ladies because I think it's amazing what they're doing and the people they're reaching now. Well, let me, they also, make sure, oh, hold on, let me finish. They also have the ability to make me feel comfortable. So that's why I was able to challenge thoughts that yeah. Joey was having or Candace or Katie were having, or you were having, like, I mean, it, it, it wasn't towards anybody specific, but fun this, this is going to be very fun for the listeners right now. We're, we're setting this up, but I think it's going to be fun because I think I, I met you too a little bit as well. 
pose questions like what what actually does this mean or what are we saying here about sex and men and women and marriage and all this stuff so i think it's really fun what you're about to hear is really cool yeah and i got a quick recommendation if you are married push the pause button and listen to this with your spouse honestly it would actually be for some good conversation i'm always thinking pastorally and i just think it'd be a great opportunity well, for you let, let, hallelujah let me brother. make sure that everybody knows exactly who this is and what we're doing so we have a yes. lot of uh, if you're just a podcast listener you just listen to us we uh we work with a lot of podcasts we've got on badchristian.com if you go to the podcast section you'll see a bunch of other podcasts that we've either developed or are close friends with or believe in um, some of these hosts we actually created like yeah, we, we made them directly created and so, joey said hosts not hoes. <laughs> it literally, I thought you said some of these hoes we created. Podcast not hosts. what I want to hear, Joey. So, so this Hosts. one particular is called the Free Sex Podcast. We count it as part of our Bad Christian Collective. Um, they're on they're on the Bad Christian website or network or whatever you want to call it. But there's not too much to it other than yep. we like and believe in Candace and Katie. They they have their own website. You can find it from on ours or go to freesexpod.com. and they have another website that. Uh, they sell sex toys for married people. I have some I guess. of them, and, and I, they are yeah. good. And that's marriagesupply.com. We believe in those these girls, and we support them. So what you're about to hear is us sitting down with them for, I don't know, maybe about an about an hour. And here's the way we're going to do this episode. It's a little bit different. Uh, it's just a straight conversation, and we're going to play m- a good bit of or most of the conversation here on this episode. And then if you want to hear the rest of it, because it kind of went long, you, you'll you go over to their podcast, you'll subscribe to it, you'll download it, and you'll you'll find the rest of the conversation on their feed. So go become a subscriber of them and follow that. Toward the end of the toward conversation, I don't know exactly who it is, but seems like Toby and Joey and Candace and Katie all got into a little bit of a argument. It got a little heated. It got, it got a little, little heated, heated, but it, it turned out good. Heated. It did. It, it did. was warm. Not in a mean way. Well, no, that, I, he that doesn't good. mean they, angry. We got passionate. Not with just them, then Joey too. Yeah, yeah he Joey just said my name. Oh, sorry. But we're not going to get through the <laughs> get full. Calm phone. down. Now you're trying to fight me. You fought me in the podcast. Now you're fighting me now. It hurt my feelings. <laughs> well, we're not going to air the full conversation because it's a little longer than our format allows. The here, second half is the best. This, though, yeah, so, so we're going to we're going to air a, a decent amount of a long conversation here with Candace and Katie. That's great. Um, we'll wrap it up here at the at the end, and then you'll go over to their podcast, subscribe to it, and 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 listen to the rest of it and the conclusion of it. But thank you guys. Enjoy it. So we had a friend the other day that said that uh, it was actually after our Christmas party when somebody that came to the Christmas party said he went home and thought, oh, tonight is going to be a good night for me. We've been out. We've been to the Christmas party, this and that. We can and say then, their name is Seth and Melanie Studley. <laughs> <laughs> it's Seth and Melanie <laughs> Studley. They don't so care. Nobody thinks that it's like one of us. Right. You know, it, it really me. is right. our it friend. My friend Seth, actually. Right. Seth Studley, friend. that is. Right. Right. Like but but uh, that he thought, oh, I'm going to go home and we're going to do this thing. Went to a Christmas Which party. Which was a reasonable expectation. Party. Thought yep. his wife looked hot. Yeah. Gets and, home. And she didn't, she didn't feel like it, so she declines, which is fine. Um, because it is fine to to decline. Totally, that's fine. my slogan. It's fine right. to decline. Yes, fine to but not. Decline. But I have a button that says that. Right, it's fine to decline. <laughs> like I respect that. I have that. a tattoo. Do really, in a way, very but, huge in the mothers. But the question mothers. is, is like I mean, and what Toby's suggesting but and can, says. Can I set something? Go uh, ahead. Let me add to your foundation. It. If it's fine to decline. And mm-hmm. it should also, and I'm not on this vendetta against females or anything, but it should also be fine for <laughs> Priscilla to be like, I really want to talk something through. It's really heartfelt. I'm, I'm, 
like I've got to talk something. Yeah, I'm not in the mood. That's right. Like right now, I just don't want to go there for it with you. So I just don't think it's that simple to say it's fine so to decline. So you don't think it's fine well, to decline? I well, do, that's exactly but I com- just... Well, in our conversation today, you're right. Like if Jess, my wife, were to say, hey, I really want to talk to you about something. And I went, no, just not in the mood to talk right now. What kind of asshole would I be? What kind of jerk would I be? Now... Also, people still think I'm a jerk. You're comparing that to sex? <laughs> I mean, she's there with her heart on her sleeve, and you're saying that you're having sex is the same? <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I get it. But men do not think like about sex the same way. So sex is just something, in my mind, This and this might sound just awful. In my mind, it's just something you do. <laughs> I like it. It's something you do. I enjoy cutting the grass. I'm bored. Sometimes Whatever. I don't totally want to cut the no, grass, but, but I they're... enjoy cutting the grass. And it's something I do. I find, like, when I get done cutting my yard, I can immediately see the the grass cut, and I feel really good and awesome about it, uh, right? When I have sex with my wife, I feel connected to her. It's awesome. I really like it. It's just something I want to do. And so, you're right. So, I'm realizing, like, the way I talk to Jess sometimes is I... We'll go, okay, let's, let's, we haven't had sex in a few days. And there she's sitting on the couch, and it's the kids are in sleep, and I go. She's probably saying no to you because you're being awkward about it. No, that's what I'm uh, saying. But but the reason I would be awkward about it is because I don't want to get rejected. I don't want to go, I don't want to go, hey, we're ha- can we have sex? And she goes, no. Because that feels like, well, shit, I asked a real question, and then there was a real fucking oh answer no, that see. hurt my feelings, and and I'm not supposed to get my feelings hurt. Uh, who cares? So you feel like that's me. actual real, like, real rejection, where if you're just, like, awkward about it, it's like, oh, you know. Well, the same thing. But we're relating it to, and she said, hey, listen, some stuff's going on in my mind. I, will you hurt? listen to me? Can, I, can we talk? Yeah, there's some stuff going on at work. Will you listen to me? And I go, no. You know what I think? I think if you came up to her and you said, there's some stuff on my mind, can we talk? You'd get laid at the end of that conversation. No way. I really do. <laughs> well, no, she'd be very happy to talk the night away. <laughs> and then it ends with ice cream and and Netflix and chill. For sure. I mean, it, it's just not that simple. Now, at the same time, what, I, what I'm saying is, like Matt said, I think it is fine to decline. Not There, there right. are times where... On any individual right. circumstance, any, in, any given night is fine it's to decline. It's not decline. fine to decline, not to decline in a... Always. A few times or, in a row, though. I think there has to be a, it's not fine to decline after three times. <laughs> fine to right, decline uh, yeah, up yeah. to three, I mean, and after three, you go, fuck yeah. it. But Let's why do don't it. you, like, turn her on? Maybe if you did, like, if yes, you did things you to, go. like, kind yeah. of make her Or why don't she you? turn me on and want me? Okay, but like, you're nobody ever says it. Like, Does she never right? do that? Well, well, look, look uh, the thing is, the thing that Toby's sitting on, which is an interesting topic, and I think we can talk even more about it in a general way with masculinity and men and women, is... The, the whole thing about it is, it seems, and if Toby's... This feels action, more aggressive than I want it to be. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I, think I, bring, I think it's a really interesting topic that, really you're, that you've already just jumped right into. You've already said, like, we don't give men, like, we don't say, it's okay, I feel rejected. We just, we just treat men like they're just bonerheads, and it doesn't matter what they want because they're just stupid dudes anyway that just want to get laid or whatever. But Toby right. just said something that I think is kind of raw and real. Like, yes, I wanted to get you know, I wanted to do it, but I feel rejected. And we don't usually, men don't do a good job of explaining. That hurts, though. It does badly. I'm just, as some, a little. No, I would say, some, I would say it's easier for us to play the role of dopey well, oh, oaks. It feels emasculating. It feels like, wait a minute, I married you. I love yeah. you. I'm super attracted to you. 
oh yeah, you're the only person I'm going to have sex with. Yeah. The only thing, only person, only way I can have sex is you. And then you say no, so you control my destiny, not me. I mean, there's it, definitely so been, there's been seasons. That feels hurtful. Right. There's been seasons where Priscilla and I have had kind of like a, a good run of just being playful and I can just initiate it and it's going to be good. But there's been seasons where it's just like, it is putting myself out there to, because I know we're both stressed. You know, we maybe even feel a little disconnected, but we're trying to, you know, stay close and everything. And so to put myself out there by pursuing sex, it's like a super vulnerable thing. And to get rejected is, it's but men, potential. That, I would nobody so treats men like, oh, poor vulnerable men got rejected for sex. Like, it's just a joke. Right. Candace right. said, why don't you make, why don't you pursue her? Make her feel like she wants yeah. to have sex. I'm just saying like, what? Which I agree with her. As okay. the other girl in the room, I'd be like, right. yes. I mean. But why, what, when do ladies pursue their husbands? When they're like, horny. Yeah. No, no. How do you pursue your husband sexually? When you're horny. <laughs> I feel like if a woman walks in and she's like, I want to have sex, the guys are usually like, okay. Oh, totally. Yeah, I know. And if how, he was how like, if he was like, oh, but I mean, no but how often do how most do women <laughs> say that? How, many, how often oh, no do most way. women get, walk Not in often. with a briefcase, set it down and go, we are about to bone. <laughs> Every guy in the world would go, oh my God, their chest would get big. They'd feel just the most male they've ever felt if their wife was like, hey, I got to have you tonight. <laughs> that doesn't happen. That does not happen. Well, so do you say that to your wife? She doesn't like that. How do you know? If I walk in the house and go, we're going to bone, she goes, shut up. (laughs) I mean, she's not. She just laugh at you. you, Now, if I go in and clean the dishes and make the dishwasher look nice and make the bed and all that stuff, which I think is fine. I get that. That's totally fine. That's all day foreplay. I'm totally on board with that stuff. Yeah. So you're saying, but that does that work? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, it does work. work. Yeah, very much so. If I put the toilet seat down, that's way hotter than me. Telling her how hot she looks, I think, in lots of ways. But I mean, the oh, the man. interesting thing is, if you did, you, you you're feeling crazy, and you go tell your husband, guess what? It's time to go. If he was looked up at you, he's like, guess "Ugh, what? not at all." What uh, I was thinking, gross. I'd wait rather do the not dishes. Even at all. Then you would not feel good. No, okay, sure. no, but there but has that never happened. Sure. No, but, but there has been times when I would be like, "Let's go," and he'd be like, "Okay," but I can tell that his body is not there, but he's saying yes for whatever reason. Yeah, but it, all. All of us guys have experienced many but he's times. He's probably saying like, yes because he loves as hard you as we can and he wants to, to try and, and I mean, he like, wants eh. to fulfill what you want want him to do. Whereas if you said no, he'd go, okay, well, that means no means no. Right? Like it, 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 like you you just said there's times where your husband goes, he, you said you don't, his body isn't responsive. You want sex. He might not want it, but he's still going to do it. But there's probably, I bet, way more times where he says, I want to have sex. And you go, mm-mm. Not happening tonight. <laughs> and then, okay. Oh, see, but that's not, not everyone's like you No, not you know everybody. I mean? no, no, like, no, I know like, everyone's not I, like I me. come from a relationship where my sex drive has always been mostly higher than my husband's. But that's not because, uh, I don't want to go there. But, <laughs> so I get you. I get what you're yeah. saying. It feels like rejection. It feels the same way when a woman gets rejected, right? Or right. even, he'll <clears> say yes, but that doesn't mean that it looks like he desires me. So that already feels like rejection. So it's like a fucking pity party, right? It's like a right. handout. Right. It's like you don't want to have sex with me. Right. But, I agree. And then that's the fine, worst. Fine, I'll do it. Like I, the, the worst thing I can feel is if Jess were to say, okay, hey, totally not in the mood, but I'll have sex because I love you. I'm like, oh, great. Yeah. That's hot. Wow. I know you're doing this because you love me, but and, and once again, my sex life is great. I, don't, I want to I clarify that. I've clarified <laughs> that a million times. 
Jess is awesome. We are in love. We, we do have a great sex life. We really do. But I think that oftentimes women, I think, don't understand that the words they use might be more hurtful than they think because you are intimate with your husband and you think, he's my husband. He can handle it. I'm not going to do this tonight. Like if, like you said, I think you're right. Uh, if a guy comes and goes, if your husband goes, hey, you want to do something tonight? You go, well, he's kind of goofy. He's goofing around. I don't, he must not really care. So I'm going to say no. Yeah. And if he says it super directly, you're like, ugh, try right. some tact. Yeah. Right. 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 Well, you didn't even, you didn't even help out today. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Or something like right. that. So it's like a lose lose situation. Yeah. So the guy feels like, well, how in the hell do I pursue this lady that yeah. I love and is the only person I can have sex with, sex with? Because back in the day, it was just, Hey, my parents are out of town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you yeah. got laid. Yep. You know what I mean? Now it's, no, uh-uh. The, are the kids, oh, hey, I think I hear the kids. Are they coming down? Lock, did you lock the door? Is the, are the doors, oh it's like God, a million yeah. different things. Is the door things. locked? Is the door locked? That's oh, so, locked. That's yes. so true, though. Yes, because is it, the door locked. There are some times when I'm really trying to, like, play it cool, and Priscilla's just like, why do you have to be so awkward? But if I were to be like, let's just do this. Like, so I'm, I'm like, feeling like pretty bonery. Like I'd like super bonery. Like, I just maybe we can do some so stuff. Hard, she'd be like, good Lord. Just, like, use some coop. You, you know? I mean, you can't sit there and eat, eat and rice and go thinking like maybe some oral later. <laughs> you, can't say, you can't do you that. Can't, you can't do that. You're a you, rice you joke. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, come on, man. Be sensitive. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I re- we apologize to Candace, and we want to apologize rice. to oh my God, whatever, can I just whatever say your favorite food yesterday, is. Yesterday. Rice my, actually is my one favorite of my favorite food foods. Fried- but. <laughs> you know how people came and found me last night at the Christmas party? Uh-huh. Because there were only two Asian girls there. Well, how do they know you? Because you talk about that you're Asian. Yeah, because I mentioned it. So they knew. So it was really easy to find me. And then I looked around. It was all white people. Did you notice that? That all the people at the party were white. Yeah. I did, and Everyone. I was offended. Look, Toby, <laughs> Toby <laughs> said, <laughs> Toby said, really? yes. <laughs> that is really funny because Toby was like, I was talking like this bigger guy in his 30s that was there at the party. I was like, I think that was everybody. A bunch of yep. bigger middle-aged 30-year-old <laughs> yeah. men. White guys. That's, that's, what our, that's our demographic. That's who we are. That's us. That's what it is. Yeah. That's so, how we yeah, roll. I, yeah, our demographic is relatively narrow, but I had really fun there at the party. But I was, I'm wondering uh, if we, if we could talk about something different. Okay. Tell me about your experience thus far with getting known or recognized and how it's going. Like, you know, what does it feel like for you guys to do this podcast as much as you do and still not, you know, not, you're, you're relatively anonymous at least still. How's yeah. that feel? How's that going after all this time? Like, how's it going to be anonymous after a year and a half? Yeah, like last night, it was like, well, we're not going to make you guys stand up in front of everybody to say, "Who? here they are, everybody. Yeah, Yeah. does it feel weird to be known as the Free Sex Podcast and people come up and talk to you about it? Because there there were some people that said, hey, I don't know who the Free Sex Podcast (laughs) ladies are. Can you introduce me to them? Right, and I'm like, is that that, okay or not? We all had that question. Yeah. What's that like for you guys? Uh, do you like it or you don't like it? You want to remain anonymous? And it, are, are one of you more comfortable than the other with having your identity revealed? Anonymity. I don't know. Well, like last night, it felt safe, right? It didn't feel like there was any creeps there who were going to follow us home. Other than the fact that everybody was white. 
<laughs> so that's why you felt that way because everybody was white. No, what? that's really messed up, Candace. No, <laughs> there were no creeps there because it they were all white. Safe. Screw it you! It was because really safe. Because they're all white people. White male Christians are the safest yeah. people that Candace feels around. Right. Actually, I mean, like, I mean, actually, I mean, it feels honestly, right. yeah. honestly, it's like of, I yeah. mean, a controlled environment, it right? Was as far as like was, yeah. Yeah. the amount of people and. Um, I think I've always had a little bit of a, um, it, I don't want to say paranoia. I don't know. I've always, I've, I've, I'm probably a little more scared. I guess maybe that would be the word to say who I am and where I live. But I'm also a very anxious person. You know, like I will put. Did you enjoy it last night when you did Actually, get I to did. meet people and finally get some positive feedback yes. in person? Did it was that, really like, you know, encouraging. I would just assume in general compared to me, yeah. I get to meet people all the time that recognize yeah, yeah, yeah. me, come up to me, tell me I love what you do. You're this. I mean, that's very helpful. I would just, I'm wondering getting to actually meet a few people even super in person would be really, you know, like that's something you guys do miss out. You don't get people yeah. on your Twitters and your Facebooks yeah. and in real life coming up to you, encouraging you. Although I'm telling you there's, hundreds and thousands of people that would love to, to do so. So I it wonder was, if like have that it's a little bit of a vacuum. Yeah. No, it was great. I mean, I think that I, I mean, we both, we've talked a lot about the, you know, we hit these walls and where we're like, do we want to do this anymore? Is it helping anybody? Is it just more, you know, weight on us where mm -hmm. we feel like we need to do it, but it's really just more like life sucking than life giving, you know? And, um, last night there were everybody that we met that knew, you know, oh my gosh, you're Kitty and Candace. And, you know, um, they were so encouraging and they said so many things that like, I mean, it just things like your conversation has helped our marriage. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's I've heard that a bunch. <laughs> oh, we're like, yeah. like that's both of us stupid, right? It's like, stupid. How we looked at each yeah. other and we're like, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, the fact that they said, you know, our marriage is better today than it was, you know, uh, before we started listening. And we're, I mean, that's just like crazy. Yeah. It was awesome. Like that was a moment where we're, you know, I think both of us were like, I mean, that felt great. That felt great. So well, what's them. interesting is the people that we meet, especially the women, they're usually people that we would probably be hanging out yes. with. Right. The people that like both of us are people that we would probably be friends with normally. Yeah. So it felt like meeting friends, you know, like yeah. I recognize some yeah. of their faces and they felt really familiar to me, even though we don't know each other that well. Mm -hmm. so, so it's cool. Where are you guys at with the whole remaining anonymous? Like if you saw online right now, Katie on Facebook, where someone took a picture of you at the party and said, yeah. oh, I'm so psyched to have yeah. been able to meet Katie from free sex podcast. <laughs> right. And there was like 20 retweets and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was likes. out there. Yeah, yeah. Freak, that would freak you out for sure. Oh right? yeah. 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 Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, no. that, the potential is there for you that know, to have happened. Yeah. Totally. And I know, were I you mean, nervous last night? Like, Oh shit, someone can put this out there now. Um, I think for about, you know, five minutes when first, when people were coming up and like, Oh, Hey, yeah. you're Katie from free sex. Right. And you know, being, but then I don't know, like I said, I think, the, the um, encouraging, like, uh, ness of it all kind of overwhelmed me. And I was like, oh, this is amazing. So, I mean, I think ultimately I know it would be fine. Yeah. I think I'm just a little, I, I'm personally a little more, um, I'm, I'm still scared to be known as yeah. like, the sex girl. I don't yeah. know. No, right. of course. I, I mean, it, even, I know it's female, but it, even just if I was, 
the sex guy would be uncomfortable with that to some degree too. Yeah, if that was, if, love you know, it. Yeah, yeah, I would actually. Well, actually, you're right. That would be pretty Candace, cool. Well, Candace, what are you? Where are you hey, at with this? Sex guy. Yeah, you the sex guy. Honestly, nailed it. Guilty. To give to give some of our listeners context too, the reason why we're saying this is because you guys talk extremely open about mm. sex. I yeah. mean, you have podcast episodes on oral sex and I reflect on oh, your own relationship right. yeah, with right. your husband. Yeah. So I it's, mean, we it's talk heavy about some, duty yeah. stuff. Yeah, like for instance, you guys talk more about your sex lives and things and acts you do than than I'm comfortable doing on our show. So, you know what I mean? So in a way, if that's but the truth. But do we? But do, no. uh, see, that's my question though. I don't think we go into it going like, last no, night no. He, he turned me around. Right. No, you don't. You don't. <laughs> we no, don't right. do that, that. But I think guys yeah. hear what we're saying and like immediately hmm. somehow connect it with like whatever they think we look like. And yeah. I mean, I don't like saying this because it sounds freaking dirty. But I do think guys, I mean, even at the party, there were some guys that like couldn't make eye contact with us. Yeah. And to me, I'm like, that's oh, weird. that's creepy, dude. Like, can you not listen to us if you're going to jack off to us? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I just. Right. Uh, so you took that to mean that that's how they see you as objects or sex objects no, or something? No, but I mean, I don't think they do it on purpose. But I think sometimes if you're listening to something super descriptive, it can be kind of porny. Well, it can well make how about this? It too. can make yeah. you lust. I, I yes. actually think, okay. Having listened to your your guys' podcast a bunch, I don't think that it gets too uh, like I don't when listening to it, I don't ever think you guys get too personal or where it seems like it's you got. I mean, I know you talk about what what you talk about, but it doesn't. I think you guys do a great you know? great job of walking <laughs> the line of we're talking about sex sure. in a real way and being open and honest, right? But also, I think some of those guys might it might not just be that they're like jacking off to what you guys are saying. They might actually think, man, it's really cool. These ladies are talking this awesome. I wish my wife would. And they're a little embarrassed that they like you guys that much. Mm -hmm. Now, now yeah. I'm not giving, I'm not giving them a pass, but I, I could see, I could see a lot of a lot of guys going. No, man. no, no, Toby, they're jacking off. No, trust I, me. I, 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 a lot, I mean, there's a, we know. Uh, there's a lot of other stuff that's jack offable that they no, might would true. use before y'all's podcast. No, no, that's true. I shouldn't say that. No, but that's no, no, the Christian but, but way. But what I'm saying yeah, is, yeah, what, yeah, but no, I actually, I'm think, on the side of it. A lot of people do that. Yeah, they probably do. You're right. Uh, I'm yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, is, it, if there's anything about sex, yeah. it, it, it could be a Burger King commercial with yeah, a girl with a little bit of cleavage. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but I, but I think you guys do a good job, and I think a lot. I think a lot of people do think that man, like they like you, and they feel. Maybe a little uncomfortable because what if they don't like y'all think that there were people at the party the other night that actually wouldn't look you in the eye because of something with the sex podcast? Or I don't something? know. I just I mean, there was there was a couple people who who he, who couldn't look us in the eye. Right. Like Matt McDonald. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Matt McDonald, yeah, exactly. Dan Coe. No, he wouldn't. <laughs> those He's bastards, great. those He's sick great. bastards. Well, here's the thing that I'm thinking is if the if the trade off is anonymity for you guys to actually speak freely, that if that is the trade off, is a good one. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Like maybe there's an ideal world where you don't feel creeped out, but in the real world, if being keeping your anonymity allows you to speak the way you do, I think it's very much of value. To, to some degree, yeah. So I think that's I think that's an interesting. Did y'all talk thing about this about. at the beginning? Like when y'all started this podcast, you go, "Well, we know there's going to be some freaks out there that enjoy this more than we want them to." Yeah, yeah. But what? How? What was that dialogue between you guys? Like when you thought about starting this, two Christian ladies 
Christian moms talking about sex. Well, like, what was y'all's conversation? Have you heard our like first versions? The, the early ones? Yeah, the early ones. I think Matt showed me a couple. Yeah. We were so scared to be open. Yeah. I mean, it's painful to listen to now, but like when yeah. we started then, it was like, ah. like we recorded the first one <laughs> and our husbands were like, uh, no, you need to re record that and not put so many personal things in it. Right. So it was yeah. like completely, it, we were in a box. It was tied up with a bow. It was gross. It was, it was immature. It was like, yeah. uh, I'm trying to be a mature Christian, but what it's coming off of as is a very immature life. So it felt person. inauthentic. It felt Absolutely, so fake. Yes. It felt yeah. so yes. fake. I mean, I didn't think that then, but I think that now, listening back. Yes, listening back. It, it really does. But I mean, we know, we know, inauthentic. we know that there's people, yeah. right? Yeah. We know which episodes get the most hits. Yeah. Which ones? Oral, anal, jack, like jerking that, him off. If, you know, anything specific and graphic are yeah. the ones that are getting. Well, I mean, I know, I, like Priscilla and I, for, I think we both listen to anal because we. That's something that Christians don't talk about. <laughs> like, now, seriously, episodes, the only, the only thing that we have ever seen from you, you told me Priscilla didn't want to listen to it, and that you forced her to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which one no, hit for him her. or for her? She, she, no, uh, you're very anal. Like about you just turned it. Seriously, I mean. She clicks on any immediately. Yeah, no, yeah, it wasn't Joey. <laughs> Priscilla, anything, anything anal, anything, Priscilla. She clicks on it instantly. <laughs> We're just joking, right, right. Priscilla. That's a total joke. You hate anal. We get it. She's like, wait, seriously, like that. To me, from a whole podcast episode on that from a Christian perspective is super interesting. The closest that a Christian perspective on anal. Well, listen, the closest that we've ever seen or read or anything was Driscoll mentioning it in his marriage book. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You just don't get that stuff from just And anywhere. he so ended a, was, an entire church. <laughs> so how can you trust that? His, that is his how can you trust yeah, his right, information sure, about yeah, anal sure. when he can't even keep a church afloat? <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> oh, man. I'm actually excited to talk about this because I had an experience with Lyft. Just the other day, I'm pulling in to pick up my daughter from dance, and I've got one of my sons and my other daughter in the car, and I can tell my car is going to break down. I'm like, Lord, please let me just be able to turn left and get into this parking lot, and I knew what I was going to do. I knew my wife was crazy busy, uh, about probably a good 40-minute drive because of traffic, and we were getting ready for a Christmas party and all that. I, I was just like, I've, I've got to do something that makes it simple. So I went on my Lyft app and I pretty much signified that I needed a ride. And I, I immediately texted the driver once I saw that he was turning around. I said, it's me and three well-behaved kids because I didn't want him to freak out when he saw three kids. He pulls up and huge SUV. The back seat was so roomy. The kids are getting in. He was extremely good with my kids. And uh, it was just such a pleasant experience. He was a great driver. Uh, he was actually from Kuwait, so that was very interesting conversation. And I mean, I, this may sound silly to say, but a lot of people would probably wonder. I mean, he was great at English and great at getting me to my house. It was just a great experience from the app that's extremely user-friendly mm-hmm. to the ease of getting the ride. He comes exactly to my location and then takes me home. And case, you know, closed, problem solved. I'm home and I didn't have to, you know, figure out someone coming to pick me up or inconvenience right. anybody. No, it was somebody out doing their job. Well, and, it, and it didn't cost that much. Well, here's Cheap. the thing. Yeah. The Lyft drivers, they're they're like, uh, they're fully vetted. They have a 10-point safety standard so and, cool. and, and includes criminal and DMV background checks. So 
you know it's going to be quick. You know it's going to be safe. They they're really are good people. Their drivers are rated after every single ride they give. So only the ones that get good ratings are going to stick around. So you don't have to worry about getting in a like a filthy car with a creepy dude or whatever. And your story speaks to that really well. So, you know, Lyft, I mean, you could tip in the app, which is cool too. So if that's, that's your thing, cool. right? That if cool. that's your thing, it leads to happier drivers. And I mean, like, you know, nine out of 10 Lyft rides, they get five-star ratings from the passenger. They're a great service. And bigger is not always better. It's not the biggest ride-sharing app out there. But it is the fastest growing, and it's the highest rated one, which again speaks to your story. So here's what we here's what we got for you guys right now. Lyft is offering our listeners, that's the bad Christian listeners, a special deal. You get three, one, two, three free rides up to ten dollars each. That's thirty dollar value. Now, think about it. This is unbelievable. You can decide right now. Hey, next Friday night, That's I'm right. going to take my girl out, and we're not going to drive anywhere. Right. We're going to get three rides to the restaurant, so to cool. the club, and back home. Right. You can get that thirty dollar value, three free rides up to ten dollars when you enter the promo code Bad Christian. All you got to do is download the free Lyft app and enter the promo code Bad Christian in the payment section. You'll start with three free rides. Up to ten dollars each. That's a thirty dollar value. Let me tell you one more time. That's promo code Bad Christian. You got to enter the promo code Bad Christian. All right, I have a Christmas present for you all. A huge, huge Christmas sale is happening now across all the tooth and nail label stores through the end of the year. All digital albums are five dollars. Everything else is twenty five percent off through the end of this year. That includes a huge amount of great bands, August Burns Red, Demon Hunter, Norma Jean, Copeland, Amberlin, Fit for a King, Silent Planet, Citizens and Saints, King's Kaleidoscope, Wolves at the Gate, Hearts Like Lions, Artifacts Pareos, Civilian, and many, many more. Head to any of the label stores for Tooth and Nail, Solid State, Gospel Song, or BEC to see what all is available. To give you an idea, most vinyl is $13, most t-shirts are $11. It won't be cheaper than it is now. So go pick up some of your favorite stuff and try out some bands you've never listened to for cheap. A ton of stuff is available, so go check them out on solidstate.merchnow.com, toothandnailrecords.merchnow.com, gospelsong.merchnow.com, and you guessed it, bec.merchnow.com. Tooth and Nail wants to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas, and thanks you so much for listening to all their bands, and more great music will be coming in 2017. Where are your husbands at? Like, obviously, do they think it's cool that their wives talk about sex or are they are like a little weirded out because it involves them? Well, this was yes, both. Let's talk about it. We had a huge falling out a few months ago because yeah. of this whole like security, privacy, anonymous you issue. You and your husbands right. or you two? No, all four of us. We gotcha. went to yeah. our first fucking dinner. We went to our very first dinner that we paid for with company money, right? We're like, yes, we actually like. Where the store's doing good, let's go and celebrate. And we yeah. sit down, and it ends up being this huge fight. Like, we were <laughs> in one of the most delicious, fantastic restaurants. And we were, like, yelling at each other. And I'm so anti-confrontational she's, that she's I'm like, like more wine. She's just more crying, wine. right? I'm drinking I'm in crying. the corner because I'm so stressed out. Her, our husbands <laughs> are, like, talking, and my husband's trying to stand up for me and, like, talking back. And it's just, it was so... so it's- 
intense. One couple against the other sort of thing? It was, no, I think it was more like. one more like viewpoint against the other. I don't, I didn't feel like well, it was so necessarily. He, I mean, I feel like we can go into it because I feel like we've reconciled and we've moved forward. And I think yeah. we're on the same page now. But the whole idea was like, if you're going to become, if you're going to be public, like, let's really think about it before just going public. Right. And so, but my husband's point was. If they don't want to be public, they shouldn't have started the podcast. That's a, yeah. I right. Like it, people can find out your whatever, you know, IP address, whatever. Like people can dig into it and find out who you are already. And so the question is like, I mean, it, I don't know what it was. Maybe we didn't eat enough food before we started drinking, but we just, I mean, we all got into it pretty yeah. deep. And then it was, it was really uncomfortable. It, I mean, I texted you about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't know what to do. And so basically, we, I was going to go public. We had that meeting and that fallout, and I realized, well, it's more important for me to have her as my friend yeah. and have this relationship than to go public. So if if we're if we're not ready as a group, we're not ready. Right. And, well, I mean, so yeah. it is a really sensitive thing. Yeah. Like, like so, yeah. so for your husbands, that's why I was I was getting. It. They are like, wait a minute, they're talking about our sex life, and I don't have anything to do here or just with even it. just plain just, old security for your right. wife You're well, like, right, i mean exactly. there's a, there's a way set the, the safe version well that's that happened it. with us we've and said that, some yeah. things where joey or you uh, well matt bridget never cares about anything she doesn't listen to our podcast but there have been times where joey or i our wives might have felt a little uncomfortable about something we said sure. or whatever we have to approach that because you do want to respect your spouse with your even with your career and job so so you guys were in a argument about remaining anonymous like instead of coming out with pictures and, and a big campaign about who you are right yeah. that's that was what and so what was your decision to remain anonymous we're anonymous yeah. yeah and i think it actually i mean looking back i think it's okay yeah like it was fine we still have our creative outlet we still have our friendship we still have no. our relationship with between our families like that was more important to preserve than to be like, no, fuck you. I'm going to go public, right? Like, who cares? Because then it, it could fall apart anyway. Yeah, yeah, and then exactly. what are you going to do? Right. And Nobody I mean, knows what Dear Abby looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Wait, you, isn't, isn't there a picture of her somewhere? Yeah, I was going to say, isn't she in the paper? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what but, she looks However, I still don't know what she looks right, like. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I think, I mean, there's wisdom, right? There's wisdom on both ends. Like, yeah. hey, let's be careful here. And hey, it's already public, right? right. So. We're just kind of, I mean, I feel like we're just going to continue to ride out the waves until maybe we do a speaking gig in the future or something, something that makes us want to go, okay, it's time now. But I think when it's time now, we'll both, everyone will be on the same page. We'll all discuss it and we'll go, okay, it's now. Yeah, Yeah, It does seem like you guys have a pretty significant niche. Like you... You two are talking extremely open about sex. It's pretty narrow. It, it's people who have sex. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, you're not. Yeah. I'm talking I'm, a, a sliver of, a, of the pie. <laughs> the real niche. Yeah. yeah. No, no, sorry. The, open, the openness that you guys have. And it's are you talking con- about Christianity? And it's considered a Christian right. podcast. That's so like, the niche is Christianity, which is big. It's a big niche, but yes. Christians well, who have it's, sex. Right. It's, it's similar to... Not that many do, though. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are preaching to not converted I mean, I think, it's, I think it's similar to, like, Bad Christian was something super unique at first. Now it's really not anymore. It's like these guys that talk super openly about their struggles with porn and cuss. That was like... I mean, some people thought that's what we Way were all back about. back in, in 13. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. It's not what we were about. But people saw that as, oh, it's so unique. Mm-hmm. They say bad words on a podcast and they're Christians. 
I mean, it really is a unique thing that you guys are doing. I, I, I would be curious if you guys did have more of a public um, exposure, what that would do. I'm Wait, just a question, really quick. Did you guys ever have any uh, pushback because you guys swore? Oh, oh yeah, individuals. Oh, yeah. yeah. They all stopped listening. Though. So yeah, okay. no, I mean, my philosophy nice. on on <laughs> stuff yeah, like we, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not who you want, anyways. Right. Yeah. We hope they're fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> You, you, there, there's a here's a problem is like as people as humans we're really wired in a way to like really respond to negativity and threats and stuff like that yeah. but if, if you like uh I'm a little more analytical than average and the way that I really sorted through this personally is if you look through your twitter feed you'll see a million vanilla boring tweets in a row and then there's one where somebody says something very specific and negative and it's like you feel, yes. you know what I mean? Like the, yeah. you, you get this feels like red alert. Like it's, it's some part of your brain that's a little bit lower than your, you know, the very forward cognitive part of your brain. And you get really triggered by that and it has massive impact. Yeah. And so you have to figure out how to filter that stuff out. So of yeah. course there's a million people that say stuff that was negative to us. But if you push through long enough and figure out how to sort through that and not get triggered that way, you'll find on the other end of it that, you, you know, it's there's a lot of people that, you're not registering that are really liking it. And that's what's really more valuable. And the way that, that I was w able to understand that is we'd post stuff from Emory's Facebook. That's how, that's the way we got our podcast off the ground. It's a leg up that other people don't have uh, 250,000 people that like our band on Facebook. So when we started pushing the podcast, we were able to, we had that ability. Yeah. So I would measure it. There's really good analytics on Facebook and anytime we would post something controversial or whatever, some people say, oh, why don't you just stick to music? And some people say, I can't believe these Christians would say this and say that. And I would just look at the analytics. And, and every day there was something controversial or a post about it, we would have a certain amount of people that would unlike us. And it mm. might be something like 12 or 15 people that yeah. are those people. Oh, and they would those, let you know, too. And they would let they you know. And it felt unlike. Right. And it felt really <laughs> painful. And they would even no. say, unlike and all that stuff. Yeah. But oh, then well. on those same days, if I go back and track it, so you can sad. see the, how many people People liked your page mm. and the analytics on the same days. And even though you don't feel that, I can see that 80 new people like our Facebook page yeah. and 10 people unliked it. So that's a trade you would take every day because right. not only are you gaining a net 70, but those 70 people are people that liked you for right. the very thing that is you being you, right. you being unique. And so you have to lean in. And I was just thinking about it and telling Joey this on the way home. I was like, the most important thing a person can do is not it would have to be their most unique self like the thing that they are that's unique being that fully has to be more valuable that has to be the most valuable thing you actually have the most yeah. valuable thing Katie has is what Katie is like because yeah. it's the most unique thing you have to and you add can't to the world be yourself right. I mean we've talked about that we're like we feel like maybe oh we should tone things down because people are angry but then we almost get you know mad that we would have to not like just filter ourselves. I mean, not filter. You know, like we don't want to have to squish ourselves into a box that we felt like we worked so hard to get out of, yeah. Yeah. just to make people happy. Because right. and podcasting is yeah. notorious for that. Like you, people get a podcast or uh, some piece of art going, and they feel like they are slaves to their audience. But you yeah. created it in the first place, so you have to remember is you that made this thing. Like, uh oh, we had to publish on a certain date. Yeah, maybe we have ads, or we have to publish on a certain date, but. You don't have to follow any certain format. And I told Candace this back before. And the more you guys branch out and do other stuff, you guys are good on air. You're good podcasters. 
And your show is your show. You don't have to do what everybody expects you to do. You don't have to. And that's, I think it's important for people to remember because it's really easy to say, this is what people think I am. This is who I am. So I got to be this for those people. Yeah. Whether it's being a Christian or being a podcast or whatever, you don't have to do that. And your best thing you could ever offer is actually to be you. That's yeah. the best thing you have to offer. But I mean, why do people not hate your music, but hate your podcast? Because I would, I would assume that. Well, a ton of people hate our music. <laughs> yeah, tons of people hate our music. Oh, they got the worst they just comments don't in the history of the world. <laughs> Have you ever listened to our music? It's very hateable. It's very <laughs> hateable. What, what about it makes it so hateable? I mean, there's a, Any, anytime okay. you create anything, somebody's going to hate it. Well, look at screaming alone. Uh, that's why you, most people right. think that is offensive and wrong to do in music. I mean, we got lucky that turns out teenage boys and girls, it became mainstream to some subsects. But when we were first doing it, and still to this day, if you look at all of the world, most people think screaming is not Good. music <laughs> or does not belong there. Maybe I haven't listened to enough songs. The songs I've heard, you're not screaming. Well, I think it's simpler than that. Anytime you do something and record it or make it <laughs> and show it to somebody. And put it out there. Yeah. There will be somebody that hates it and has an, or is at least opinionated about it that you didn't do it the way they thought or whatever. So it right. does not help. Like, that's why I think what you guys are doing is great because why not just do it? Like, like you guys are actually doing stuff that other people probably want to and are too scared to or too uncomfortable to. And however, right. you, however you guys get there, whatever it is, like I, I thought, I think it's really cool that you guys open up about uh, argument. We have, we, we've aired some arguments like Joey and I've had some knockdown sorry, drag okay? out. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about. No, no, no. Okay. It's totally fine. Well, 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 I was going to say, Joey and I have had some knockdown drag outs <laughs> where Joey was going to leave the room while we're podcasting. I love it. And, and it, it was just us figuring stuff out. Like, Joey and I are best friends. We're going to, we're going to remain best friends. It doesn't matter. But there are times where you, like, you guys are out celebrating. And that's when, that's so interesting to me that, like, when you're, when you're at the moment where you're like, yes, we did something. That's <laughs> when, like, an argument happens. That's just always the way it is. But I think, don't listen to those people. They're always always. You mean their husbands at dinner? No, no, no. You got to listen to your husband. People. I think it's very valid. Those that, I, I think it's very valid that your spouses have some say in what, <laughs> how you represent your marriage. I think that's Whatever. fair. Whatever your I, sex is, your I th sex. I think that's totally fair. Whatever <laughs> you want well, to present it as. I'll get a little personal here. My wife had breast cancer, and I don't know if she's totally ready to talk about it. I don't know if she's totally ready to talk about well, it. And thanks. No, no, hold on. I'm not going to go into details. Sorry, Jessica. Everybody knows she had breast cancer. That's all I said. But I'm just saying, I don't know if she's totally ready to talk about that or in a yeah. in a conversational way. I mean, it, it was something that changed our lives, and she's still working through some of that stuff. And so, I mean, I mean, so like you guys figuring it out with your husbands or whatever that might be is totally okay. Like that's not even the end of the world. It might feel odd. Oh, it feels so confrontational and awful in the moment. But the truth is. That's how you get places. Like we have gotten into some knockdown dragouts, and that helps us figure out how do we communicate, how do we move on from here. Maybe I was really wrong. Like if I'm going to really argue something so strongly, why is that just a defense, or do I actually believe it? Like I actually have to think of myself that that way. So I think what you guys are doing is really cool because you're pushing limits, especially in the Christian world, because so many people either say, "Man, I really appreciate that you guys uh, uh, introduced me to the Free Sex Podcast," or the next thing is, man, I'm in a sexless marriage. I'm miserable. I, you do not know is how many people I've, I've talked to. With Does that. anybody know? Do y'all know? Like what the amount of people? Because this, this thing about sex is, eh, 
The thing about it is it's so hard to tell people that it doesn't go well for you. And I, I get the sense that most people are semi-pretending or at least exaggerating how good their marital sex lives are. You Would you say that about Toby? You mean like men are exaggerating? <laughs> Since he left uh, us talking. Yeah, maybe, I, maybe men. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm not commenting on women, I guess, now that you mention it. But I would just say in general, I think the tendency in Christians or non-Christians even is just like, yeah, like if somebody says, how many times a week, a month do you have sex? I think everybody's rounding up there when somebody asks them or yeah. they say. Like, Matt, that and, and I matter. think some people are lying. But that's, I think a lot of people are lying and most people are rounding you're up You're talking heavily. about the boys, right? Like the guys Probably. are lying. Because maybe. the women I'm aren't sorry, like, I'm talking about myself. How many I, times are you having sex? Yeah, exactly. They'll be like, Well, even away. if it just comes up in <laughs> passing, I'm, I probably would tend to go, yeah, I mean, it's, you know. Like, I'm, I'm trying to be optimistic and sound good and save face but or whatever. I mean, but why is that number, I mean, why does, why is there so much weight in that number with men? Because with women, there, I feel like there isn't that much weight. Yeah. Right? It's like, how is your marriage? Like, if somebody, uh, yeah, yeah, I understand what and you're saying. And they're not going to go, but, well, but it's topic, bad. We only have sex once every two months. Like, they right. wouldn't talk about that. Well, I'm just well, curious what the statistics are because I know what's re- self-reported is I don't believe is true, is what I'm saying. What's if self-reported? You, what is self-reported? I'm just saying I don't right, I don't okay. I don't I don't believe self-reporting <laughs> scientifically it. on many things and I would think sex in marriage would be one of the most warped self-reported. Self-reporting is a problem in in science in general. Right. And I would think that's an issue like in this particular if you just go out and survey everybody yeah. you're going to get really inaccurate. And everybody wants to feel like they have their shit together. Right. You're right. No matter right. what like uh, yes my life yeah, is great. Or even if people yes, are just asking how is your whatever. marriage you're more right. likely to round up and say it's Better than it is, <laughs> right? 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 And, yeah, well, that's yeah. true. I think it's a. I, I, you know, but what do you? Does, uh, I, what uh, my question was, and, and I'll let you have your thought there. But I'm curious: is there any good statistics out there on sexless or under sex or, or almost no sex marriages? How many? What percentage is? Because I estimate that it's very high, especially compared to self reporting. I don't, which I don't know. I don't. I don't know if there's any good data on it. But had, I was curious if y'all. We know. had a pot. We had an episode when we talked yeah. about that. We had some stats, but I don't remember off the top of my head. Or you know what's average? Man, I want to say it was like fifty or something, but fifty what percent? Fifty uh, percent uh, uh, of marriages are, sexless, and what classifies like, as sexless? Like, like less than once a month. Less not, than or, or it's like not never. once a year. Yeah, like fifty percent are are birthday only. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Less than three times a year. I I might be totally off right now, but we do have an episode with it. But I just I have to find it. But yeah, yeah. I I think to answer your question, why it's so important? No, it's not fifty. That's high. Why it's so important to men? No, it's a lot though. This is like I would say. It's not. No, no, no. Go ahead. <laughs> is there something? No. We're trying to figure out. We should probably just look just it up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you talk. I'll look it up. No, I just. <clears throat> I think that. What well, you have to look up how much sexless marriage there is. I, I want to know what the stats are. <laughs> I want. I want to hear you. Low sex marriages. <laughs> You'd or, look or it no up. Sex or okay. Whatever. Google sexless marriage I mean, stats. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I'll listen to. Jim. Well, I would just say from a pastoral perspective, really stats quick. Stats on it's, marriage to sex. I pastor. see it a lot. A sexless marriage. Of, yeah, like dudes that are just like. We don't ever have sex, and she doesn't fight back on it. My, I but mean, you don't know anybody that's like you're hanging out, just hanging out. Like, oh, you have sex? Ah, never. Whatever. Anyway, right? What's the score on the game? That, well, because no, it's but, embarrassing. It, it, right? Right? Yeah. It's sure. embarrassing, and I think that men feel like a huge part of their marriage is a failure. I, I would go so far as to say that men put so much stock in sex that if they do have a sex, sexless marriage, it's almost admitting, yeah, my marriage is a failure because I'm in this relationship where I'm not even getting sex. I just think that that's, yeah. that's a hard thing to separate yeah. 
as far that, as that might be true though, right? Is that well, not, I mean, is, is it that not easier a, for a women point? to be in a sexless marriage? Is what? it easier for women to be in a sexless marriage? Yes, I think a lot of can, them would. Can be. A, well, okay, now, the, the, the big question that, you, is: Can a sexless marriage be a good marriage? Is that possible? Sure. I think it could be a good friendship, relationship, companionship. I don't know if it could yeah, be a good know. intimacy. Yeah. If you have sex less than three times a year, can that be a good? I mean, of course, there could be some yeah, weird anomaly. I, well, but that, no, I mean, I've talked to people very close to me, and they don't have sex maybe three times a year. And the way that he responds to it is like, well, you know what? Sex is really, there's so much pressure about sex. So he's he's learned to somehow be okay with it, yeah. right? And she has also, but. I have a bunch of friends that are paralyzed from the waist down. A like, bunch yeah, of them. Yeah, a lot of them. And yeah. uh, I'm just right. kidding. <laughs> what was that, your basketball league? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Good Lord, man. I can't find any good stats. Sorry. Okay, I'll look it up. I'm looking, but I can't find No, but find I, any good I agree stats. with you. Like, especially, especially from a Christian perspective, I would say that if there's a, a virtually sexless marriage, yeah, I, I think that that's somewhat of a. All right. Uh, well, marriage. how about this right now? How often should a married couple have sex no, a week? No, but the, but the, no, I, no we're see, not doing I, that. I agree with Candace on that. that. I don't think that is. A, I don't think there's a right that. answer to that. Why, why isn't there a right answer to that? Because here's why. Because I remember a pastor answering this before, and he's okay. like, "If you have sex less than one time a week, you should be worried." And so then I was worried. like, "Well, fuck! Like, I'm worried. Then, like, we're in a bad marriage. What's right. what's wrong right. with us? Sure. Yeah, I, don't, well, I agree. Guess totally. what? My husband's libido is lower than other men. Me and him connect." Once a week or more right. or less, right? right? And guess what? Our marriage is fantastic at times and shitty at times. But some authority <laughs> yeah. figure no. pr- tried to pers- exactly. make that prescriptive, right. like, that's and that's bullshit. not right. That's it really isn't bullshit. right. It's not, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, but, but nobody be, has a problem when you say you should drink eight glasses of water a day. <laughs> no. Nobody has a problem when you say you should eat three meals a day. Nobody has a problem when you say, hey, you know what? You need to wake up at this time and go to work and do all these other things. But the yeah. sex one's the one that really better be careful with. Those are way less subjective, with. though, right? I mean, well, I'm you just don't saying, why get is it though? But, food, but you why could is, die. It's not objective. Yeah, I agree with her. I would say it's not uh, objective or to the water men. Overrated too, men, yeah, I, I would say that. in general, whatever the reason is, men would go. The more, the better. Or maybe there's some people with different libidos. I agree. I'm generalizing here. But I'm just saying, (laughs) why is is it such a weird thing to say? (laughs) What if if we said, hey, no matter what, we're going to have sex twice a week. Just like we're going to exercise three times a week. Or we're going to do this. We're going to go to church every Sunday. Why is it so so like a negative thing if you say we're going to have sex this much? Because do you want, okay, do you want sex to be a chore like exercise can be? but I want people thinking about it. That's what I'm saying. Maybe not even the sex, but the idea of, hey, we didn't have sex this week. We need to do it. Yeah, like that, that I think is super, yeah. I think that's very important. Well, I, I think oftentimes it doesn't happen. Yeah. Then put in the effort, that's right? That's both people. Then, both people. Then cook dinner for her. Then sure. take her out on a date, yeah. right? Tell him you want to bone him tonight. Or like, <laughs> right? Right? like go <laughs> or, shoot, or, or, right? or, do or, something, yeah, yeah. Whatever, put some right. fucking effort right. into it. It can't just be like, and the, we have to have sex. No, but you're saying the the female should put effort into it too, right? Yeah, sure. Right. But what's the her effort? What's, what's the effort? Like you said, the male should do this, this, and this. What is, should the female do well, okay, to put in effort? No, you have to answer first. What are you doing <laughs> no, no, to put no. in effort? Me? Yeah. I work hard. I do try to clean the house. I do try to pursue <laughs> my wife. I do try to tell her I love her. I tell, I, I, I tell I, her I, nice things. I tell her that <laughs> I'm a, 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 my, one of my love languages is touch. I do all this stuff. And we have a good sex life. We actually do. But So what do women do? 
What do women do to make men <laughs> that pursue men? Katie, what are women like, doing? What do you do? Because y'all say the same thing. We clean the house. We we take care of the kids. We do stuff like that. But I mean, uh, y'all y'all work hard. You do all those all. things. I'm just saying. My my point is, I think men and women do a lot of the same things. But then men go you. But, but I feel like often, like you just kind of said, women go. You got to pursue me. But then here's the thing. We talked about this today, and I think this is really right. And the Christian world did this. The Christian world told women being flirty is like slutty and bad. Right. But I love it when my wife is flirty. I would love it if she was flirty all the time. When she's flirty, it's one of the best things in the whole world. Flirty. But my wife, that is what I think of my wife is, or, or, is pursuing me. Or, also well, slutty. Yeah, yeah, even slutty. If she yeah. wants to be slutty with me. <laughs> right. Like, I love I mean, that. Yeah. But, but let's, just yeah, keep right, it, right. let's just keep it PG with flirty. Right. When my wife goes, woo, boy, you look good today. Or, oh, man. yeah, Or my wife grabs my hand if we're in public. You have a monster Johnson or anything. Like, whatever. Like back in the day, before uh, you were married, yeah. girls flirted. Right. Right. And then all of a sudden you're married and girls don't flirt anymore. They don't take the time to go, oh, I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna woo him or I'm gonna do this. Or maybe they do. I'm I'm generalizing. No, and I think that w- women do, but fair enough to say though also that like guys might not chase after women anymore once they get married, right? And yes. I'm not saying like, well, I'm a girl, so I'm gonna say all the bad stuff that boys do or you know, men do. But um I think you you know, you were saying what do women do? I think that each relationship is going to be different and each marriage sure. is going to be different. So I mean I know for myself, like early on in our relationship she you know, just takes her clothes off. I just, right it's when, so easy. yeah, and all my kids are like, gross, and I'm like, get over it. Do you okay. want a happy mommy and daddy? No, like, you know, I think you just have to know each other, and I think that what do women do? I mean, I can say for myself, like I was saying earlier on in our marriage, I didn't realize how, um, how much of a rejection it was if I was just like, no, 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 I don't feel like I'm tired, you know? And, um, and then I had to be in a different mindset and I had to start initiating it more. So it didn't seem like, uh, it was just like, it was a chore. Yeah. I didn't want him to feel like it was a chore for me. So, I mean, I don't know. I think what do women do? What do men do? It's not necessarily, it's just like, what do women do to, well, you asked me, so what do you do to, make your wife want to have sex with her. I'm just saying like, yeah. to say it, it you usually need to is it. when sex happens, I feel like women go, what do you do to make me want to have sex with you? Yeah, As opposed that, to we're married. Yeah. Like, but like, sex, like you, you don't feel that way when a guy does anything else or you want him to do anything else. Like you don't feel like he has to woo you to do other things or all, all that. It, yeah, it just that, feels like this is a, is a specific thing to me. Yeah. But don't you yeah. think that that's kind of a weird question from a standpoint of if Jessica said, what do you do to try to connect with me? Uh, or, or you said, what What do you do to try to connect with me emotionally? And she's just like, what do you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it seems like for a female, there's certain things. And again, that's not the, it's, it's like you're outside the box a little bit as far as, or you're like, I think you fit, 20% of females that uh, libido is... <laughs> it's odd, though. Nobody knows a... who I'm pointing to right now, but you <laughs> already admitted it. You know, this I'm pointing at Matt. That's fine. <laughs> but there's a lot of... There's some... Like, I'll never forget being in small group. And this girl... I was like, no way you are doing this right now. I have but... no idea what you're even saying <laughs> right now. Yeah, we're you lost me too. I really lost, well, but that's happen. okay. But basically, she points to <laughs> her so husband tired. and says, he hardly ever wants sex. I want it all the time. What do I do? So I was like, oh my gosh. But I would say like the comparison that you made just now, what about the emotional question? You know what I'm saying? Like when a female says, why aren't you connected with, connecting with me emotionally? 
Like that's something that is not natural for you and you have to work hard at it. Don't you think that no, sex okay. is something that Tell me what that means. Y'all tell me what that means. What does it mean when a, a, a wife or a spouse says, you're not connecting with me emotionally? You're saying they're not listening? No, they it don't means care. you want me for my body because you want sex and you're not right? willing to put in the effort to like know where I'm at. Right. So how many guys are actually like that that only really care about their wives for about sex and that's it? Like what's that? Good what, point, Toby. Like, like I love my wife. I, I, I work like hard point. for my wife. I want, I want her to sit on the couch and watch TV with me and sports with me and let's watch and the also, cooking channel yeah, right, right. and I want to I want to hear about her day and I want to care about her more than sex but sex is important and also no 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 <laughs> Hold on. I got wait, another wait, list wait. of things too. also <laughs> I really do think sex is valuable yeah. I think we all here agree right oh, it's yeah. very valuable it's so great. so, so yeah. all, it does seem to me as if oftentimes the whole sex thing is guys want it or whatever it might be and they just want me for my body and they don't care about what I've done today or what my day was like or all this stuff. But I, but that's just not true for the majority. It's, okay. it, I actually think that's a little bit of a myth. It's a stereotype of men. All they care about is they want sex. But if that was true, if men, all they really do care about is sex, why wouldn't women go, okay, I'll just do this real quick and I'll just, I'll get anything I want. I'll be in control. <laughs> It'll be powerful. That's what men would do well, probably. No, because withholding is powerful for the woman too. Sure. Like, oh, we'll that's just, a good point. Right? Like, yes, that's a great point. If there's a reason for her not to do it, she's not going to do it. Yeah. She wants something before she puts out, right? Yeah. And also it just takes women way longer to have desire like if she is in kid You're mode like right. she's water. not gonna like turn 20 minutes later after nap time and be like come on We're let's like do it let's do it let's do it right hell yeah yeah it takes <laughs> well, time women are crock pots men are microwaves there is what go. i heard yeah okay you know what has been the best <laughs> thing for our yeah. sex life is that my husband works from home and sometimes i work remote when my kids are at school and daycare and it's an empty house oh god i know that daytime is sex the best we, if it's after 8, I almost know it's never going to have 8 p.m. But if it's noon, right after lunch or something, that's no the go time. Or, yes. Yeah. Yeah, our kids are at school. It's unbelievable. It's because, that, that's the go time. But I I mean, okay, women have children, right? And then they get into this. Men have children, too. I don't know if you knew that. Okay. But, <laughs> uh, just yeah, a but, bit, I mean, just might okay. want to mention that. Okay. Women give birth. Yes. Yeah, I was going to say the toll on the body. Oh, the birth. It's yeah. all on Women yeah. give yeah, yeah, birth. Yeah, that's bad. And yeah. for You're sex right. But I mean, yeah. So women Nigga after- bald. If you see Joey, he has kids. <laughs> My God, there's a little bit it's of toll on stressful. his body. Then look at Joey. His hair fell out. <laughs> look at it. <laughs> Immediately, yeah. his hair fell out. His body fell Sorry, apart. Sorry, Joey so doesn't feel bad kid. for y'all having You know what's happened to Joey's <laughs> body since he had kids? He looked, like Brad, he looked like Brad Pitt <laughs> you know seven uh, years uh, ago. Two or uh, three bad really? things oh, happened yeah. to you. Were you very, very He was the hottest guy. Brad Pitt, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he was a mixture of all of them. He used here, to kill. I, here, okay. Then he had this four is kids. really creepy. Are you guys, you're 40. How old are you? 39. Okay, how old are you? 37. There's something about 40. That's just so hot. hot as hell. I think it's so fucking hot. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I think it's. <laughs> so Toby's the hot one right now. He's no, I mean, like around 40, right? Like, it's like Wait. there's salt and pepper hair going on. Hell yeah. Right? You don't give a shit so about cool. the stupid stuff. Yeah, like, yeah. You, you've wisened up a little bit and you're right. just a little bit more chill. I think it's hot. I think guys in their 40s are very attractive. Which I love you, women in their 40s. Yeah, the 40s. 50s, yeah I've heard I, that too. I read an article uh, and and don't ask me why it popped up somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was in Playboy. Playboy. You, know, you love them for their articles. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but those re- some of those reasons yeah. that you just gave why you think 40-year-old men is attractive is exactly why 
uh, girls in their 20s will cheat with married men that are older the, or the college professor right, right. Yeah. or or just That's date hot. men that are a lot yeah, older I mean, because yeah. of those reasons like they don't they don't get stressed about stupid stuff they're a little more mature it's not they're, totally true though <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't mind can you shoot my wife an email about how hot 40 year old guys are just like a quick email just okay. saying I got, yeah. a, I got a stat on the sexless marriages from Reader's Digest and it says oh it, wow north of I thought you are going to say from Reva. I was like, man, she does everything. <laughs> yeah, she's good, yeah. You texted Reva. I texted Reva. I said, I need some answers. We need sex answers immediately. <laughs> Reva. But uh, they, it's, it's north of 20% that are sexless, which they define as like three times a year or like yeah. something like that. All right. Well, we hope you enjoyed the first part of our conversation with Candace and yeah, Katie. The, it, from it only the, gets better from here. Yeah, it sure yeah. does. So, so go to Free Sex Podcast on iTunes. Go to freesexpod.com and keep up with this conversation. It it, it gets good or it continues to be good. Let I me say. try to get, let me try to make sure if we wrap this clearly. So the other things that we've got going on is your book, right? Yep. Fundamentalist. You can go to fundamentalist.com. I'm sorry, fundamentalpastor.com. Fundamentalistpastor.com. No, fundamental. No, fundamentalistpastor.com. Oh, yeah, I need to learn that website. <laughs> or badchristian.com, you'll find it. But the point is, Joey, amazingly, has a whole book that I am holding in my hand as I'm saying this. It's a real book. It looks like a real one. It's a hundred and... It's a quick little read, and people like sitting, reading it in it, one it's sitting. It's 117 pages long. In physical form here, you can get it at our website. You got to read the book. It's Stories of a Mentally Ill, Obsessive, Compulsive, Legalistic Youth Group Kid Turned Pastor. And that's my bald idiot friend sitting right beside me, Joey Svensson. It's definitely a really cool book. And the thing about it is you got to, like, when you read that other people are that screwed up, it, it uh, and I don't mean this in a joking way, it makes you feel better. It makes you... Uh, not I don't know. I'm not speaking to everybody, but they're really just people telling the truth and and being honest. You know how many times you've heard somebody be vulnerable and say something and you've identified with it and it's made you feel better. It's been therapeutic. It's helped you talk to other people and inspire others. That's what this book is. I'm very proud of Joey. I think it's a big deal. Congratulations, too. Oh, thanks, I really man. do mean that. Thanks. I appreciate so it. Check out this book. You can get a digital copy. Toby did the audio book. We got physical copies, digital copies. It'd be I guess it'd be a shame on you kind of situation if you yes, didn't get this. Yes, it would be. That's kind of where I'm at now. I was telling yes. people they should get it, but now I'm kind of at like, shame on You're you. You're shaming people If now. you didn't get it, if you haven't got it, it's just like, I guess my point of view is shame on you. That's really what I feel like. Shame. Yeah. I mean, shame usually is bad, but in this instance, it's the only way. It's just. Well, it's the only thing it. we can do. I believe in justice, right. yes. and the only just thing Truth is and you justice should be ashamed. Yeah. Well, Toby, I can't say this because it's my book. Will, will you rebuke them in the Lord Jesus? Well, in the Lord Jesus' name, we rebuke thee and thine. <laughs> <laughs> thee and thine. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com. Shh.